0: international is
1: asking me what about your other if I-
2: welcome to leading the blind thanks for joining us again this week we have john rabin and he his interview uh was great and very very interesting um i I just do want to give a little bit of a warning at one point he talks about lashonda lester and this was recorded um before she died and so some of the ways that people like you know how comics can can joke around it's it's really nothing much but I just wanted to say um, this was before she died and so people were not being as ridiculously callous as it uh, it might sound otherwise to you Um, but she asked John for a piece of advice years ago that um, he was able to give her that he had gotten years before from another comic and so uh, now that wisdom is being passed on to you anyway guys hope you enjoy this episode thanks (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, that's, uh, we we're recording, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I like to ruin it. Okay, <laughs> then. <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: He, he really, he just ruins everything. I just
1: love how you begin All by All I want about is we're... to not
3: be self-conscious for a fucking moment, yeah. and Jared...
1: <laughs> I love how you talk about your weird OCD <laughs> needs, and then when I'm like, I need to know when we start. That's ridiculous. Well, it's hurting my needs. I understand. We're in conflict, but here, so here's a way to come back together. I tell you, have I talked about Michael Good? What he said that we should call our show? No, because I, I was telling him I wanted to be called Ed when I started comedy. Jared wants his
3: name to well, be Ed. Ed. He wants to go I by Ed. I wanted it
1: Ed, but it's too late now. But right? The, I was like two months into comedy, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start being Ed. I don't know why. A lot of people it.
3: helped talk him oh, down it was, from that ledge. It was ledge. Uh,
1: almost full intervention. Yeah, but Michael Good was like, if we ever get more into like a. Zoo crew, kind of thing, we should go as Eddie and the Dyke. Yeah, that's that's true. It'd
3: be (laughs) Be a great name if people listen to to (laughs) those NPR voices. (laughs) That would actually be pretty great. Can we, like April Fools, change the name of it for like a minute without messing up all the. We'll have to ask Ethan afterwards. So, shout
1: out to Michael Good for. The name, Eddie and the Dike.
3: Are you writing down when you do shout outs or?
1: I don't know. I just have two things. He brings, I have Cooter Jason. Don't know what it means. Yeah. And then Eddie.
3: So he does this almost every time where he has a note. and he asked, do you hear him? He asked before we started for a pen or a pencil because he needs to be able to take notes.
0: Right. <laughs> for I mean, no reason other than, to kind of, other than <laughs> to keep you engaged in
1: conversation yeah, I guess yeah. it's, like, yeah. They've never, like, it's never ever coming you're in the school of life you've got, right. to, I think, you've I think got that's to have what nerdy or professional I don't know I would go nerdy for sure yeah
3: because it doesn't seem to help but <laughs> well, I, I don't know I like having something to do with my hands sure. I used to think I had an oral fixation and then yeah, so at some, learned, some point I realized digital. it's manual well I was going to say manual digital I don't know because that's mm-hmm. too misleading because of the internet it's like a play on words yeah, but it's Not manual. One, but <laughs> I just—I feel like I have to be doing something with my hands all the time. It wasn't ever—it wasn't my mouth, after all.
1: Well, well, here's something you can do with your mouth. Introduce our guest. All right. <laughs> here's
3: something you can do with your mouth. That'll be the new title of this.
1: Here's <laughs>
3: <laughs> heady to the dike. Um, well, we have introduced our guest already in the Back to the Future, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure style intro, intro that, that we we're. Do. Gonna record later, yeah. ah. so we don't have to do that.
1: That's true. But See, that's is-
3: part of why it's weird that you're always like, "Let's start," because it's like, well, you know, I don't know.
1: I just it's I need beginnings. I need you know what I mean. Anyway. I need, like I need a cold open. We'll edit this in post. Yeah, yeah. We'll think, edit right. more of this in. I see. <laughs> yeah, oh,
3: this was originally a twenty <laughs> seconds. Oh
1: yeah, this isn't the this, this isn't the podcast. This is the thing we're going to put into the podcast yeah. later <laughs> to make it seem more natural. Um, but we're here with John Rabin Yay! Hey. John Rabin, What's thank up, you John? for doing. It's good this. to be here. And thank you for giving me a ride here. Absolutely. <laughs> I always. When, uh, this is like you're like the third or fourth person I've given a ride here, and I have to like ho- hope we don't talk too much about comedy on the ride so we don't like burn any good like and we did we John talked Rabin. for 40 yeah. minutes about <laughs> comedy yeah that's why I kept trying to talk about abortion I thought we would oh, move okay. yeah. further
3: but how are you going to talk about abortion without talking about comedy <laughs> um, so,
0: but, uh, but but I, we we were mainly talking about and we basically just talked about comedy specials though yeah yeah exactly uh, Netflix but yeah any know.
3: controversial opinions you want to share with me I didn't
0: no it's just that oh. it's it's it seems t- we were talking about how it's uh I, Right now it it feels like it's the the comedy boom of the 80s but in streaming.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like
0: it's it's like we're either at the peak or we're just past the peak of comedy specials on like Hulu, Netflix yeah. and all these other things um and I think we're, you know, I think people are starting to get burnt out.
3: I don't know, it um, could get worse.
0: Or it could get worse. I mean, we're we, but it is one of those things where even if you're well informed as a comedian and, you know, you'll see a comedy special of who the fuck is that yeah. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend Chris Fairbanks uh, said that he ma- he had a joke about being a headliner. And he's like, oh, my, you know, about the feature act recording a Netflix special yeah. before him. Because <laughs> <Yeah. kind of laughs> it's
1: almost to that point.
3: They, m- maybe a Spotify album.
1: <laughs> Do you think that people are so hungry for .com to hit that part of their uh, career, like, uh, that legitimacy that maybe it's hard because I'm sorry I don't know that I fully form a thought but <laughs> so this is
3: how I know I am that man in the relationship
1: <laughs> <laughs> other than the way that you look and talk yeah. to me <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry honey what did
3: you want to say um,
1: I just, you know, just made this pie <laughs> no, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead I don't
3: even remember what were we just talking about I am kind of high that's okay I, think, you know. I only enjoy life when I'm high now I've realized is that a problem No, 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 it's when I'm high or I'm with Katie or I'm on stage or I'm receiving a compliment. Only four times
1: okay. So Well here's here's what I was going to say And you t- you respond to this And you tell me what you think I, okay. I'm curious Do you think that certain people Jump the gun On doing that kind of stuff Whether it's recording an album Whatever Because they're so They want that legitimacy Because it's just like Oh that's a real comic now He right. has a Netflix uh, She has a Netflix special He has a Netflix special But they're not thinking about Oh this content Is still going to look bad This is not going to be up to snuff You're competing with people Literally in the same channel They're like Bill Burr mm-hmm. And Maria Bamford yeah. And up, things like that I
3: think People have a pressure now to be building the thing and to get to continuously gain momentum and if you ever feel like you're not that would be scary and if someone offers you something or suggests to you something mm-hmm. that tells you oh i must be ready because this mm-hmm. person offered you that or whatever yeah
1: that's and
3: well and you and feel how do you say no you, to it
1: how do you say, yeah, no, how do you say
3: no and what if that hurts your career more and also it's like i think people think that well everyone knows that people are making their specials and the albums earlier and now, and that they, they get to watch me develop, and that'll be fun for them, or something.
1: John, this is what we think about every day. Like, well, I hope my Netflix <laughs> special doesn't come too early, <laughs> ruin it. Yeah. Um, it's cool. it's weird though that it that now
0: it's because of technology that it's that's right. what people think of is the the special, yeah. the Netflix or the Comedy Central, whatever, or mm-hmm. on whatever medium. When forever it was that first album when am i going to get an album you know that was that was my biggest concern for years was like i've got to get an album where uh you only want to record at the velvita room Uh, the acoustics are shit like it's just a (laughs) horrible place to record um so it was but that was one of those things that it where you obsess more about that than the actual material which is Hmm. interesting
1: that does make Um, sense i feel like a lot of comedies that way though where. The tremendous amount Of what you're worried about Is Even if it's not professional yet Because we're very Young in comedy And I still worry about Like how am I Keeping pace With my peers Am I developing fast enough Mm -hmm. You know If you If you could just Only focus on Your art That would be awesome Right But it's a real hard thing To do I think
0: Yeah You have to get to a point Um An example here Um I only Focus on my art But the reason that I got to this point was I had to destroy myself with booze and drugs and then like discover that I don't like fame. And also <laughs> that, um, hmm. the real life, uh, like when you become, I don't know, kind of enlightened about like what's really important to you and, yeah. and you go, this, this, Fame bullshit is not important to me Or this career Trying to move myself forward In my career is not important The downside about that is Is that you're not motivated You kind of Especially when you hit like 43 And you're you're just kind of tired And you're like I'm just going to focus on my art At my own pace Like I Because I don't (laughs) give a shit Like that's the only problem Is is that I've passed that That big Like hungry Going to every open mic I can Type of thing Now it's like I'm going to Do laundry Like I'm really going (laughs) to
1: I'll, I'll think about know, jokes while I'm doing it. That's but, kind of a, yeah. Well, while we're talking about it, i, I got to ask you something. But right. For the listener, John hosts a show. I guess it's on, like, you guys are taking a break, but Spike Club. Right. With Pat D and other funny comics. been on the show. And I have to ask, how do you still have a self-esteem? <laughs>
0: that's fucking shit. <laughs> I just, I, because, I don't know. It's uh, because nobody really insults me Emotionally, yeah, it's it's very it's they they go for the easy. I've got yeah. a lot of easy things about me to insult. And the, the, the fact stuff that I you you talk about yeah, there, yeah, it's not
3: something that you don't know. No one thinks right. like oh shit, like John's gonna be up at night thinking about that one.
0: Yeah, right. And and it's it's funny because the the crowd will get more uncomfortable about me being. A drug addict Than I am I mean I'm fine with it Like I make fun of I make fun of the whole You know Yep you know Just that Oh that my junkie tendencies You know I'll do that yeah. But like you know One too many You know John's a big dirty Drug addict joke By like Pat Like people will go Man take it easy I'm like look He's my best friend He can do that shit You know yeah, it's alright yeah. You can totally do that But uh So I don't know It's uh Yeah that's Nobody ever you know Goes after My insecurities It's all about The fact that I'm a dishwasher You know 43 year old Dishwasher Convicted felon Ex-drug addict you oh, know, like, Who used to be A huge drunk You know <laughs> <laughs> uh, like
3: Yep none of those Are secrets I feel like yeah. <laughs> I don't know How Ben Showlock Deals with Being in the, the, the
1: that, Bonus yeah. round Every time Can you speak to that Because that's actually A pretty decent question in About why like, Well sort, sort of, 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 of why But I just assumed Because you guys like, it's, it's and Ben go back Right, right because yeah.
0: Patton you know been have known each other forever and uh so it i i it just was one of those things that we had come up with this round and i it really was supposed to be random comedians it was supposed to be an excuse to make fun of is it's it's a fill-in-the-blank round where uh it's like old school insults which like so-and-so is so blank how blank is he? And it was supposed to be random people in the comedy scene that we could make fun of every week and Pat just thought it would be hilarious if it would be Ben Cholock every Every time. time. And we've done that for... Every show well, it's like three years now of everything has been about Ben. So yeah, it just does, kinda has Ben
1: does it get back to Ben at
0: all? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. He's he's only missed like three shows. Like okay, he's okay. and it's and it's one of those things where you just it I don't know. It's it's like uh like when you watch uh like when you watch like Christina and Allie are just best friends and that it's almost they feed off of each other going, Oh, you just burned me, that's so great. You know, kind of <laughs> thing. It's that kind of thing with, with Ben. He's like, I don't know, it's it's you know yeah. he It feels good that he's thinking about me Kind of a kind of a thing I mean it's
1: it's For all Especially for newer people In the scene To get mentioned In it Right Is a tremendous honor
0: I've had had a couple people going Nobody fucking makes fun of me And I'm like Well nobody knows who you are And then I walk away And I feel bad
1: But that's The first thing that I said I got in trouble (laughs) On Facebook a little bit For posting Pictures of a dead dog Or whatever But Jesus Yeah It's it's a hideous thing You know I I, this is why I'm not on Facebook anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, go ahead. Yeah, that yeah. was. It, but I, I, it was a moment where I was like, I was actually upset about some stuff that it, it was involved in, it, and I had a moment like, you know what? I bet I'm gonna get. I bet somebody's gonna do a, a spike club joke about me <laughs> now. I was like, Yeah Yeah <laughs> I got a little bit excited. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm totally gonna get made fun of.
1: Yeah. Um Sherrod's made it. Mm. But it, is that your show actually got mentioned a couple of times, I think, on this podcast. And it's so what I really like about your show is that it's also one of the few things now that it feels like not necessarily everybody, but almost everybody in the comedy scene. Actually, at least wants it to go goes, not, to, and goes like, to a lot of yeah. yeah because one of the things that Matt Bearden said when he was on the podcast was that there isn't really a scene anymore there are scenes mm-hmm. you know it's just so I agree now. with that and so and I think part of this podcast for us hopefully is the idea of kind of joining a little bit more like communication between people who are more seasoned and people just starting out yeah but your show is one of the few things where they might all be in the same room talking about the same people
0: right i mean there are there are several people who don't like the show, of course yeah yeah. it's gonna be well it's gonna be that way of course but but i mean and i mean i've been doing spike club on and off since 2000 yeah so it's been around yeah
1: yeah yeah. not
0: every single year but on and off for what 17 years so um and when we started it off there was no so there was no coal town there was no new movement it was only cap city in the Velveeta room. Mm -hmm. So when we would do spike club, then everybody went because it was just because it was how it is, but it was such a smaller group. So it was even more so then. it was just like, and, and I've, and I've decided I've kind of kept it. I'm glad that it's kept that way. Um, Just the feel, the kind of the community thing, because it, 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 that's how roasts are. Yeah. Um, but that it's for comics. And I think that that's why it still connects is because at no point do I care if non-comics come and see it. Yeah. It's not for them. It's, yeah, yeah, Like I said, it's the exact opposite of an open mic where uh, open mics, you want actual audience members to be there and not with Spike Love. Yeah. I want and, as many comedians as possible to go. Yeah. And fine, other people, sure. You know, <laughs> pay cover, whatever. But, uh, well, I think, know, I'm I sorry think, if you don't get the references, but this is not for you.
1: But I think the audience, when they do come, they know that. They kind of get that they're seeing, like, really, yeah. like, uh, you know, intimate groups of people make fun of each other. And there's, a, like, a, a love to it and a holy shit, he really eviscerated that person. And you could only do that if they knew each other really well.
0: Which is why I always fight against. Any kind of standard marketing of that as an actual show, like I don't. If you know, there's not a Facebook page for Spike Club. I don't have a website. I don't have a mailing list. I don't do the in event invitation shit. I don't do anything of that because I don't. I don't. It just didn't. Like I said, it's not for. I don't. I'm not trying to build this brand. Yeah, it's just a thing that I really like to do. You know, uh, so I. I don't know. It's just uh and you know the thing about that is is that um like the exact opposite of my show is the uh roast battle. Yeah. Which is very similar but not at all a rip off. Completely came up he you know the guy <laughs> the uh the guy that created that completely did it a, a different way. Yeah. But it's been really interesting to watch that um show because he you know, it got really popular, and then he sold the rights to Comedy Central to do the show. That went, eh, and then did whatever it is. It yeah, just kind of laid there for a week. You know, it was like, oh, it was on. That's roast battle everybody, and yeah. uh,
1: they just didn't care about it.
0: Yeah, and um, I don't remember the guy's name. His name's Brian something, uh, the guy who created it. Um, and what what happened was, so he sells this show, and I don't know how much vested interest he had in it. I don't know if this was like his baby, mm-hmm. or whatever. But he so so he sold the show, and it couldn't have been that much money. I you know it's Comedy Central, and, and, and it wasn't Key and Peele, so it yeah. couldn't have been that much money at all, <laughs> or South Park. So it's uh, so he sold the, the money. He didn't host the show. He became the token like referee on the show, and then they brought in Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Ross,
1: yeah,
0: and. That's gotta suck. Like I am so you know, mm. you know it's it's real. It, I don't want to get high and mighty because nobody came up to me and go, John, let's make your show into something. Nobody's done that. Yeah, and I, and that's good. But it it would really suck for me if I sold this thing that I loved so much to, only to become some token you know referee quote unquote and watch some fucking bloated one trick pony.
1: <laughs> pasty just you know, you know. go
0: hey I'm, I'm the voice of it in the face of me I'm you know that would oh man yeah, some just... comic
1: that's already basically and tremendously that... successful and you get to be like a monkey in a cage wearing a foot locker costume like, yeah, yeah and you're, that's yeah, and you're like
0: Hey, I, I created it back here. <laughs> no, it's me. I get it, you know. And, oh, no, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I'm Jeff Ross. Like, <laughs> and that would suck, especially if after all of that it doesn't do well. Yeah. Like, yeah. like so I don't know. It's it's, you know, money isn't everything. it's basically I get it, but, you know, You're especially if you it. get an opportunity, but man, I don't know if I would do uh, even remotely do it. Yeah. Yeah, If 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 somebody asked me, you know, like, let's, let's, because I've had people go about marketing Spike Club and like trying to, and I'm like, "Eh, that's not, that's not what it is. Do you
1: think you'd lose a lot of what you enjoy from doing it?
0: I would lose everything about what I enjoy about it. Yeah. Because, because you have to, in order for it to be successful, you would have to make it more accessible to John Q. Public and, you know, Jane Doe about this, you know, you'd have to make general. I don't know it's, The inside shit's kind of funny You know It's, it's just yeah. I don't know it, it No I totally get I don't, that
1: But I mean You don't feel that way About comedy generally right No You're I just, just mean just, just
0: specifically my show Yeah 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 um, So that's just kind of An interesting it, it was nice to see Something similar To what I do turn into something that I
1: would never want to have happen to me. So like, you, I'm like, you get to see Oof. this parallel universe yeah. uh, <laughs> cautionary tale of like, yep, I'm right. glad I didn't sell that. Okay. Right.
0: Kind of like when I look at my brother who has a family and a straight <laughs> job and I'm like, oh, I could have gone that route. <laughs> he seems happy, question mark. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: I hope he doesn't listen to this. Anyway, every every Christmas he just yeah. sends you like the the family portrait is just a sad picture of he's his just, face, yeah, just yeah. a forced smile. <laughs> They're
0: all smiling. He's just mm. no. He yeah. seems all right, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> he seems fine. <laughs> uh,
3: do you do you really think that he's not happy?
0: Uh, no, I think that he's happy doing because uh, he's a teacher, just mm. like my parents were teachers, and he's a coach, just like my dad was a coach. Yeah. Uh, so he's happy doing that. Is he happily married? No, I don't know. Oh. You know, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a, a thing in itself, you know.
1: <laughs> Sounds yeah. like no. Okay. Sounds no, like just... no. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: I'm like, I get it. I'm divorced as well. Like, I, you know, so I can totally. Well, just for the listeners, just so we can get some basic biography. No. How long have you been doing comedy, John? A uh, long time. Uh, no, I've been <laughs> uh, doing comedy uh, outside of, like, I've been doing stand-up and talent shows and dumb crap, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. And it Like events and stuff In college That's not really real Like open mic But I started doing Open mic in 96 Man Halloween 1996 On 6th street Yeah That was (laughs) my first That was my first show Do what? Yeah first mic or show? Uh, First open mic so wow. I've been doing open mics. I started doing comedy in Austin in Ooh. 1996. But
3: why was it Halloween when you like what? What led to that? It
0: was just I think that I think October 31st was just on a Thursday.
3: Okay, <laughs> and that was
0: just the week you we were ready. I'm 96. I, I could be remembering. Did you that tell
3: wrong. like Halloween themed jokes at all?
0: I don't remember. Oh, damn. I uh, I didn't get a laugh for a month so <laughs> but also i went dead last for a month yeah and also the you know by the time you went up everybody was uh, either gone or wasted and talking loudly and the bartender was ready to go so see,
1: people
3: romanticize that um kind of uh, you know way a lot especially like mm-hmm. old austin and i'm like yeah there may be certain benefits to it being that brutal but it's and it's like way more fruitful talent wise that we just have a lot of good stage time here.
0: Right. People get way
3: better, way faster than having to. And, and and some people don't quit who might have quit. Right. And some of those people should quit, but some of them shouldn't.
0: Right. And, and I'm, so I'm really, very conflicted about that because we did you, you, there was a whole lot of trash that just got weeded out and thrown, you know, just go like, like don't come back kind of a thing. Yeah. But, who knows who else we ran off? Right. Because it was it was a different. Um, so as much as I like to make fun of how a huge portion of the Austin comedy community is almost like an improv troupe about mm-hmm. how everybody's supportive, and I think yeah. that's and it, and I like to make fun of that. That's just me, tongue in cheek, being an old man. Right. Yeah. When I was starting, nobody you know <laughs> nobody supported me. Kind of a thing. But I think it. Yeah. It's of course it's. Imagine that. Supporting
1: each other is more healthy. It's huh. well, weird. And then there's the opposite, which is the question about how true it is in, in the first place.
0: Mm. So, yeah, no, there
1: is a whole lot of that. So, there's a
0: whole lot of that, which is why I like Spike Club, because yeah. I'm like, if you're going to talk shit about each other, let's at least capitalize on it and make it public
1: (laughs) as comedy not just as like yeah great yeah and let's do it in public but I I think there's something funny about like how it used to be I, I can't speak to how it used to be and I don't want a second Darily glorify the past, like it wasn't even my past, like <laughs> Republicans right. do with the fifties or something like that. But it does. I'm I'm curious because there's something about like a lot of things were better in the fifties yeah, gone. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> so, the military. No, but but there was uh, like a very direct kind of. This is the sense I get from talking to people that, from the old guard. Mm. It was a more direct like heckling of bad comics and and things like that, um, right. And now I don't – you don't – that seems like in poor taste you don't see much. But there's still a bunch of comics that are basically unbookable that the cool kids don't play with. Right. And I wonder what the actual moral difference is. I think it's actually pretty similar. In other words, it's like – Yeah, It's like, I see what you're it's, saying. It's like more – it's considered bad taste to just like heckle somebody's shitty set at Develve now. But there's still a bunch of comics that the that, that, that nice people would never talk to right. or put on the shows. I used to heckle shows. Jared all the time. Yeah, I liked it because I needed <laughs> I was
3: them. like, it's going to make <laughs> you stronger. <laughs> and I'm drunk, so I'm like, you're I'm, the only person I get to heckle. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not on the stage right now. <laughs> no, I've actually heckled. I like to think about that. I've heckled a number of comics a little bit. But I feel like every time I, I'm like I don't, I don't know if they hate it or if they recognize that I'm trying to like do something <laughs> and fun with. You'll them never, know. I'll never
0: know. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know if that that's an interesting uh, idea. Just a, well, I'm not going to heckle. That would hurt their feelings. Oh, I'm totally going to ignore the shit out of them for the entire time they're standing next to me just yeah <laughs> turn my back over here anyway blah blah blah, blah not talking to you right. yeah. like yeah. I guess yeah, exactly they
1: love that they're very it's yeah. passive
0: you know it's passive aggressive that's that's fine right everything's passive aggressive sure yeah. I don't know yeah it's I
1: it, it's weird to compare it's. It was just a... Well, but that's you, what I'm going to ask you to do in a moment. Okay, so. then.
3: <laughs> Maybe right. this new, softer way is better for uh, developing female comics and worse for developing male comics. Ooh. Anyone want to...
0: That's a... Uh, yeah, because it, it definitely wasn't a, a great... Mm-hmm oh man it was not good (laughs) to be to be female at the velveta room for several years it It was i bet this is uncomfortable he thought in retrospect yeah
3: (laughs) i wonder what it would have been like if i had been you know
0: i would love to yeah it's if you ever get to interview martha kelly ask her
3: yeah how that
0: was and and that would be interesting to know
3: yeah. So. Oh, that is good. Jot that down in your little notebook, Jared, to that's make sure we ask. On? No, we're working on that. But to ask her when she is on about, um, yeah, being a woman in the Velveeta room and Spy Club and all that. Right.
1: I, ha- I also want to ask her if she's really peaches.
3: Yeah, that's Jared's theory of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen them in the same room.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. But where were we cuz i definitely have some things in the that i want so to get it's so
3: funny cuz i saw peaches at when i was on the fun 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 fest and she was like so now I'm just imagining Martha Kelly climbing out like on a giant inflated <laughs> penis <laughs>
2: above the ground. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, that's so it. thing. thank you, Jared. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> 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 um, but let me ask you, because I think was right. something that happened with this podcast accidentally in a weird way and it's happening is that it's become this like...
3: Therapy kinda, for the Austin course. Not at all. God. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: should go to therapy. Let's talk
3: about our like feelings about, about the, the, the Veda valve. Velvium. No,
1: no, no, but that well that's the, the key word it mm-hmm. used to be, which is that like it's become like almost like an oral history mm-hmm. of Austin comedy. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people do talk about like how it used to be different, how it's changed, everything like that. And I wanna make it about you real quick in that first, which is that and I think this will get a little bit more into what the point of the podcast is, if you could go back and tell uh young John Raven huh. uh something like that do it this way. Don't do, like, d- what would you say to your younger self in terms of, like, comedy?
3: Yeah, we should always oh. that.
1: Oh, all right. Because um. the reason I ask it this way is that I feel like if, if the idea is uh, give younger comics advice, uh, comics feel very weird about that. Like, right. oh, I can't. I, everybody has their own journey. But but your journey.
0: Everybody has ruined your journey, which is true and just (laughs) sounds like, oh, that's the most eye-rolling thing to hear. And you're like,
1: God damn it. That doesn't help me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But if you can go back and tell yourself, like, hey, focus on this, not that, or something to that effect, what would it be? this
0: is going to god damn it this is gonna this it's, this is important though but it's it's gonna sound like name dropping but it's not really because i worked with louie when nobody gave a shit about who louie was louie who i, I, I don't know. <laughs>
3: retroactively not name
0: dropping <laughs> yeah retro so um so yeah so i worked with him when he was doing a he did a college gig and Seguin at Texas Lutheran University. Nice. So that's how big name he was. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I knew him from there was a because there was a uh, there was a ninety uh, a young comedian special on HBO from 1994. I think it was, and it had uh, Dave Tell, Dave Chappelle, and Louis C.K. on it. Wow. And it was like, and they all three became. Quick, I quickly started trying to find everything I could. With no internet internet kids and just uh, having to look for them, you know, to, whenever I could and buy, you know, albums through the mail. <clears throat> you just so, had to show homeless yeah. people pictures of them. Have you
3: seen this <laughs> guy? Made you really listen when you bought something through the mail. I bet you sat down and listened to yeah. that album as opposed to doing dishes while Spotify shuffles through random <laughs> music and
0: tracks. Anyway. One track from a, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I, uh, but when, um, at the time, I was unhappily married. And he was unhappily married, but he hadn't, um, so he hadn't, had, he people. hadn't had kids None. yet. You right, right, kids. right. We were unhappily married together, um, <laughs> at the same time. But, uh, but he was really at the time, like something that he told me, like really set in. Cause my whole thing was that I wanted to get on the road. I thought maybe, like, I didn't want to, but, I'm, but I thought that that was the whole, but I'm like, but that's the dream. That was kind of what my thing was. And he had done nothing but be on the road, but he had all these aspirations of filmmaking and making stuff, and he wanted to, and so he was complaining about how he, much he hated the road. Yeah. And it was weird to see a guy that, where I wanted to be, hate the thing that I thought I wanted kind of a deal. Just It just, it wore on him. And turns out, in retrospect, when you hear interviews and stuff, is because of because he was doing the same fucking material over and over again. Yeah, because you you know that kind of a deal. Um, But it got that got me thinking about how I wanted to not follow the cliche things. I wanted to not go to L.A. because I didn't give a shit about being on TV. Yeah, or writing for TV or anything like that. Um, I didn't like New York. Just as a city, yeah. No offense, New York, but Jesus. And um, <laughs> they know, you know. I'm like, I want to move to New York. Also, I don't like people. Maybe that's not a good idea because <laughs> yeah. there's people everywhere there. Yeah. Um. And then I didn't know about the road, but um. So I decided I'm like, you know what? I mean, especially because, cause we talked about how the internet's like, like videos developing and stuff. Like, and he he mentioned that it's going to be easier to get your stuff out as the, as it as it came on and it was the internet was already helping me because I was getting booked working with all my comedy heroes not because I was good but because I wasn't a shitty mc and because I knew how to use the internet because cap city wouldn't update their calendar on the internet till the last minute ah. but comedians were putting their dates on their web pages so I was constantly going to comedians that I loved websites, and as soon as I saw that they were playing in Austin, I would then bug the shit out of Margie. To work that week So I was getting booked For Dave Attell And Stan Hope And Louie oh, And all great. these guys And Todd Berry and I was I opened know? for all these guys Because I use the internet Better than any other comic At the time And, did, and I had guys That were really Really pissed off about that <laughs> How the
1: fuck Are you opening up For Attell tell? And did I'm you like, know what? That you had Found a loophole Like in a sense Did you have a sense Of the territory Like oh nobody's Figured this out yet Like I can Right s- uh, it, Sneak in here It was bit. like the second yeah, the second or third time I got booked because it was like uh,
0: they were hard up for MCs at the time. That uh, we just you know, it's, we didn't have a hundred and fifty to three hundred comics. Um, <laughs> so how many it was, did you have, by the way? I don't remember. It it, like few, two dozen. Got,
1: oh, okay,
0: wow. Like three dozen, maybe. No, like two dozen that you would go. Oh, they can host a show. Yeah, maybe less than that. Um, and so it was, and so you could work. So you could MC. I don't remember. It's been a while, and I've drank a lot (laughs) since then. Um, If you could work two or three times in a year, I can't remember. But I spaced it out, and – but Margie was doing the calendar – like a certain time before the new calendar came out so you could kind of gauge in the week to two weeks when she was putting together the calendar when to contact her and bug her and so that's what I did I figured out the fucking system just so I could uh work with that's not me nobody contacts me sorry phone bust um nobody contacts me but uh that, but that's how you th- it like but a but that's how I did for a yeah I'm like hey hang on my you know my people no I uh but that's that's that was kind of a um oh, I got sidetracked but but the thing about it was is that this is what I did I figured out that you didn't have to get on the road and that was going to be the old way and that the new way was going to be open I I figured that out early yeah. and that was good I wouldn't have changed that what I would go back and tell myself is hey you got the right idea now you need to actually create content for the internet and actually use it <laughs> yeah. as opposed to drinking so goddamn much john that's what i would tell my <laughs> my younger self was that i had the right idea that i wasn't going to get on the road that i was going to base out of austin and do stuff from it and then but after spy club i didn't develop anything else other than i just rested on the fact on my laurels on the fact that i hung out with a lot of uh Punk rockers and a lot of drunk musicians, and so I would do a lot of shows opening for for bands. Yeah. So I basically basically rested on headlining at the Velveta Room and then doing gigs on Red River. Like I would just like I that was enough for me to to satisfy the me being an artist kind of shit. Yeah. Mm. And then I loved to drink all the time, so I loved bars. So I just uh, and that that's what I would go back. And, of course, drunk young John wouldn't listen to old man John. Yeah, that's the But that's what I would tell myself is like, hey, maybe create as much as you drink at least. (laughs) I'm not telling you to back off because you need to bottom out uh, because it's going to be fine at the end. But but maybe create as much as you drink. That'd (laughs) be nice.
3: How do we measure that just for the… I (laughs) don't…
0: You get a twelve yeah, what's, pack of inspiration. What's well, if the you've, metric? if
3: you spent this many hours drinking, um, do you have to spend that many hours writing? <laughs> I, I want oh, to do a the lot math well, uh, or a less lot of drinking,
0: or less drinking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you can do that. That was. Um, here's a here's an, uh, another thing, um, or maybe I can get to that in a. Here's one bit of advice that. Uh, because I'm really good at telling people what not to do, but this is an actual really good bit of advice that I got, and then I actually passed on to a, a friend of mine a few years ago, and um, and that's this friend of mine. Um, her name is uh, Lashonda Lester. Mm-hmm. Anyone? Okay. Anyway, uh, Lashonda. I've heard the name in passing. I message her. I'm like, I'm going to talk about you. Is this okay? But uh. <laughs> She'd been doing comedy uh for for several years, but she messaged me, and this is weird because she messaged me for advice when I'd just gotten out of rehab and I was uh floating around in San Antonio, which is where the rehab was. So I was like a just a the, I was not okay. Like I was like going, I don't know who I am just and whatever. Vulnerable. And then out of nowhere she she messaged me for advice and I'm like, you really don't want to hear from me? But like she really needed Guidance. And the problem was is that the person who was running the Velveeta room wouldn't book her. Was this Dana? At all. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I was on. Yeah. Nobody knows who ran the Velveeta <laughs> room before Mario. Like everybody knows. So Dana wouldn't book her. He wouldn't book a lot of people, but he wouldn't give her any spots at all. And she just didn't she felt like she was developing, but like was not being allowed to develop, to develop, because they weren't booking her at Cap City yet. Yeah. And she wasn't getting her foot in the door at all at the Velvet, and that was really frustrating, is because there were some really shitty, awful comics who were getting spots at the Velvet Room, and she was not. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and it was just, she felt like quitting. And the, I got advice uh, about, um, from from another comedian who's who's in LA now who told me and what I passed along to her and that's this one club does not make or break your career mm-hmm. one booking one big thing whether that is no, it doesn't matter what show it is doesn't matter if it's Cap City just one place does not make or break your career don't base everything because of one fucking person and one place and yeah. that was really I mean I you know I was like look this is really don't it doesn't matter what's going on at the valve. That's really good. I'm, and, I'm, and she, and you know, and she took that to heart and, and, uh, holy shit. Yeah. She did right, not quit doing comedy. Yeah, she's about to get a comedy central. Yeah. special. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it's not so just so one it.
3: club. It's one booker of one club. So right. not that long, you know, and someone might change.
0: Yeah. They're not going to always be that person. They're not right. the owner. Also, you know?
1: right. I'm not, uh, I don't want to ask, I don't want to ask you to talk for anybody or anything like that. Just, mm. But Just curious about the climate. Was there any feeling that it was an issue of race, or that she was a woman, or anything like that? Um, I don't. I don't think
0: it was. Um, I don't think it was anything like that. Okay. Um, it could have definitely. It could definitely be the woman thing, but not definitely not the race thing. But it could have been. It could have been the woman thing. Okay. Um, it sure. could have just been the the. Um, I think it was honestly. I think it was more the booking done on uh, cruise control.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Just like, eh, you know, not going to try anything new. Just sure. I'm going to do my tried and true, just blah. You know, I'm just doing a paycheck. I don't even really like comedy, you know, kind of a thing. It just felt that way. Yeah. I don't know to what extent that was. Um, I did not, I also did not pay that much attention because I was one of the people getting booked. <laughs> you know and also I, I was self indulgent and drunk all the time so okay. I didn't really
1: I think that is that's probably true in any system it's especially true in comedy but I think it's everywhere which is that if you're benefiting from the system you're less likely to question the validity of the system mm-hmm. and I think that's true that it tra- it's transformative to a person it's like Everything, this is, this contest is bullshit. Yeah. I, oh, I advanced. Oh, this you know, I actually really like the contest. <laughs> you know,
3: I could see it's marriage. Yes, that was an yeah. abrupt change with Jared. Your... Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, that happened. Uh, I don't think, I don't think I ever said the contest is bullshit, but uh, I definitely... Yes, you did. We had several, <laughs> yeah.
3: several yeah. conversations right. where you railed against yeah. Yeah. the contest. Yeah,
1: yeah. But actually, here's the thing. Uh, I didn't want to say it that. It was all.
3: on a podcast. Oh, we can find this now that, oh, well, we but, might have not talked but, about but, it on the podcast. What was oh, that oh one God, with you God, that's yeah. Justin Spector What was that one that w- It was like you And yeah. we were at Justin's yeah. place I remember Because it was nice You
1: do realize People listen to this Right Oh, <laughs> oh You want to, want, to want to protect
3: Your uh, Yeah absolutely. I
1: absolutely. If you, I'm have...
3: you If you say something That's <laughs> patently false On this podcast I don't know Did I say no. I didn't say anything No I think badly. you misremembered I think you probably Misremembered <laughs> That you didn't uh, Rail against the contest
1: but... No I did I was The difference was I was making a slight Innuendo as opposed to being like, hey, everybody that works at CAP, Uh-oh. remember that Jared no. hated the contest. I w- I yes, here's about...
3: hoping the people at CAP listen to the backlog right. of, uh, uh, of these podcasts mm. when they it yeah. even comes to their attention. Well, but, like, just don't worry, they'll see my
0: name as uh, the guest and they're like, well, we're not going to listen to that yeah. shit. It's <laughs> not as if Jared yeah. was saying
3: that the contest shouldn't exist or that it's um, <laughs> <laughs> worthless to all whatever. I, no, I was... It is, by the way. But no, the contest has... The contest has reached a point, well, no, Austin has reached a point where there are so many people that it's, I mean, it's such a different thing than what it used to be. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and it in some ways is a lot better for all that competition, um, but in other ways it's a lot more arbitrary.
0: You know, what was, what, was it, what was weird about that is that I hated the contest for a long time and yeah. then I didn't do it... Um, I, like, I I did it when I first came back. Uh, after I got out of jail, um, I came <laughs> back, and I'm like, to reintroduce myself to everybody in the scene, I did it. And then the next year, I'm like, well, fuck this thing. I'm not ever going to do the contest again. And that year, which was, uh, it was, what, 2015, I think? Mm-hmm. I don't Yeah, I think it was. It was a great... It's like every preliminary round was good. That
3: was the first year I did the contest. And so, yeah, my idea of FPIA was based on that. Like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, every every prelim was good. All these new... All these n- new people, or new to me, did really well, and it was, it was this community feel about it. And I went, yeah. fuck, well, I'm going to do it next year. And then I did it next year, and I was on a shit night, and I uh, didn't do all right.
1: And it was all right, <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> like,
0: well, okay, this wasn't last year. Mm, well, my, my was,
1: skepticism originally didn't come from an opinion about the contest. It came from doing open mics going up to the contest <laughs> and it is awful. <laughs> oh, it still, yeah. It still is awful. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's like, complaint.
0: well, here they come with the uh, their set.
1: Yeah, because it, it goes, because it's, it's sort of happening right now, which is, this is oh, not, yeah. I think this makes perfect sense. It's a good thing for people to do, mm-hmm. but it is not the time when people are like, you know, let me just work on this new, con- let me just yeah. go out there and be brave and like try this new idea and see what sticks to the wall. It's mm. people doing like three-year-old material often or whatever it is and like, yeah. just trying to get the thing into muscle memory. Not the most fun thing to watch right? if so, you're a comic.
0: Yeah, and you're running an open mic and I'm like, okay, everybody, it's three-minute sets. Hey, uh, can I um, <laughs> Can I do six? You know, I'm working on my set. Yeah, we're all working on our set. Yeah. No, but I'm really working. I'm going to need six. Oh,
1: <laughs> you can or, do, or they you don't, don't do say an anything
0: mic. and they're, they're like, three minutes light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> In closing, like, oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> fucking
0: guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, fucking Pat Dean signed me up for the contest. I'm doing it again this year. I said I wasn't. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to do it. Totally going to fucking do I'm it, glad. apparently, mm-hmm. Jerry.
1: I'm glad. Why? Let me, can you go into that a little bit, like why you weren't going to do it? I just didn't.
0: Um, I didn't feel like cap city and I had anything to offer each other <laughs> like they're not interested in me and I'm not interested in them kind of a deal sure. it's like it's like oh, like we're both just kind of like uh oh, we' we do our thing like it, so it wasn't it it didn't I thought that it there wasn't anything that it appealed to me yeah and what it finally came down to is um I didn't have to go up there like I Pat filled out the information for me <laughs> while he was over there. I'm like, "Thank you," uh, kind of a deal. But no, what it really what it was is that I've written a bunch of new material, and I'm like, it'd be nice to do this new material in front of a packed
1: yeah. fucking yeah. Cat City crowd. Yeah, you boil it down, and it's just you in front of like two hundred. It's a fun show. It's people. really yeah, and it's a it's
0: a it's a if you know, as long as you're not on one of those off nights, which is mm. rare now. Yeah, it's it's you know. Just because that happened to me, you know the last the last time. I don't. I don't think it'll it'll happen again. So it, it's like it's rare that it happens. It's it's nice to be on a night that you know everybody's just doing well. Yeah. Even people, even like somebody doing shitty is still good. Like oh yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It, you know, unless they're just like train wreck. Like, well, we're all gonna go smoke.
3: I now mean, but thing. it's fascinating but, to watch. wreck. But wrecks. yeah, the
1: train wreck does. Yeah, it is. It's, it's fascinating funny. for us to watch it, and maybe a few. I mean, yeah, for me. Select comedy I just fans. For me. No, no. I even think that there's something about like, if you're a comic or you're intimately familiar with comedy because you're a big fan, yeah. you can you can get some out of that. But for people who are not, it's yeah, horrifying. they hate it. Apparently, it's, it's, it's like, very <laughs> uncomfortable for it's them. It's like watching a train wreck. Have for they them, no sense of
3: Schadenfreude? I don't, like, why is that alone to comics?
1: It's because I think that Schadenfreude requires distance. It requires, oh, mm. that person. Who I am not. Yeah. Whereas with comedy, there's a tremendous, there's an empathy circuit going on, like where they they feel bad as you do when you're bombed. You that's, know what I mean? That's what yeah. that's
0: what my issue is. That's what uh, I don't enjoy train wrecks as much as I used to. Yeah, like yeah. I, I feel really bad. More for the audience than really for the comic. Yeah. Because I'm like, I am like i don't particularly care for that dude, but I really feel bad for that lady up there <laughs> <In> <laughs>
1: who row made three. the mistake
0: of sitting in the second row.
1: Well, we always think about the comic that's kind of l- bombing because they're being a shithead. Yeah. There's also the kind of comic that's bombing because they just suck now. Well, yeah. Because you've get got better. to suck for a while. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, well, you know, you've got to learn not to do that material. Yeah, yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like I said, like I said earlier about how people trying to—they're big fans of Louie, They're like, "Well, I'm going to do you know race, racial slurs and try to make it work." Yeah, hey, yeah. Maybe don't tackle brain surgery, your first year med student. Maybe yeah. <laughs> start with a big toe. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't swing for the anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah,
1: lord. Yeah, let me ask you about that because actually, I always wonder about this. Not about controversy or anything like that, but yeah. I always wonder, like, peop- is there material that you can just kind of do later? Or do you have to work on that material for a long time to get good at it? So I was thinking about this. Sometimes people have this, they sort of have the idea, like, don't do controversial things early on because you're not funny enough yet. You need to develop an act where you just learn how to write jokes, be funny, have presence, and then later on, the assumption is then you'll talk about that stuff. And I wonder what hap- do you, do it, Does it happen that like like I, it seemed like it took some of these guys a long time to come around to that? So I think Jim Gaffigan in his latest career has started to do more. I don't say political, but definitely social commentary yeah. stuff. Really. Yeah, like it's a loose place. It's yeah. loose. Yeah, it's like like yeah. he talks about McDonald's. The
3: news thing yeah. was a little bit. This is really good, actually. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Have you not listened to it?
0: No, I, I will after this.
3: You no, should, no. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh,
3: it had well, it had really good moments. T- I, okay, you know, I guess yeah. what I'm saying is oh, sometimes I
1: wonder bit. if. Uh, it takes a while to. You have to work on doing that stuff. Now I don't. I'm. I'm certainly not advocating like go out um, do your N-word bit, yeah. open my comic or something like that. Right. But yeah, I, I get. Well, me you know, mean why don't you
0: open with abortion? Go for that. Yeah, do yeah. that.
3: Well, weren't we talking about this earlier? <laughs> All ten where minutes. it's like, so if you're going to be controversial when you're not that good yet, or or when the bit's not that good yet, then people are going to judge you more harshly, and it's going to be more awkward. Right. So you're saying, is it just that? Like, that person needs to be loved enough and trusted enough in order to, like, start trying out those bits, but they're still, no matter if you've been doing it for two years or eight years, they're still going to have to work out that bit in a way that would be uncomfortable if people mm-hmm. weren't on their side, Or versus do you just need to be an eight-year or whatever comedian yeah. in order to... Well,
1: I can phrase this, I think, to John specifically, because I was thinking, your stuff now actually is pretty... I wouldn't say you take a... Uh, uh, a controversial or offensive angle, but some yeah. of the stuff that you talk about is definitely contentious topics and right. i'm curious, did you start doing that right out of the gate, or is it that you've been doing comedy long enough that you're kind of you feel more comfortable to having big boy talk on <laughs> stage?
0: <laughs> well, um, no, I
1: started right out of the
0: gate because i you know because me and my roommate. We're gonna be the next Bill Hicks. Yeah, yeah. Together. No, I mean we. We've, together, we were both gonna be Bill Hickses. You were. Ju- uh, you were a juggling duo that was gonna yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> the Bill Hickses, yeah. everybody. Uh, so we. <laughs> like so acrobats. we immediately. So it's very. E- so it's very easy, I think, for me to, to go. No, it's a bad idea because I was, you know, I tackled anything and talked about anything at any moment, and uh, and a lot of times it didn't do well. Um, but I don't. I almost I, I don't like the, like right if I think about it right now I don't like the idea of limiting yourself at all yeah I think that you should you should be very um you should develop self awareness yeah and uh, I think I think that if you're so tone deaf that you can't figure out that your fetus joke is <laughs> dying on stage yeah. and making everybody just hate you you're not going to get better anyway. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter your material at this, but you know, you going to dogs and cats is not going to save you at this point. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah, you, point.
3: sometime we can get together and talk about my fetus joke.
1: <laughs>
3: I would actually like some, <laughs> some workshopping.
1: But I, I think, Ooh. I think that's, that's, a, I think that's a perceptive point. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that, I mean, so I don't like the idea of limiting any, cause that's the whole thing is that saying, you know, it it, it goes back to the, the The idea that oh there's some topics that you can't make fun of, yeah, but the thing about it is that a lot of people who say no no top you know no topic is taboo, a lot of people okay, but are you really doing a joke about rape because something is funny and you're like, I'm going to make an exception and do this joke. Or are you doing it because it's the subject? Are you forcing it because you want to be that guy that pulled off the rape joke? There's
1: way more of that. And you can
0: feel that. And it's like, Hey, you know what? Fuck you and your unfunny shit because of that. It's that vibe that I hate. I hate that versus the idea of, So, I don't think that people should be able to. Do you think anyone's
3: ever sat down with a notebook and just written rape jokes at the top? (laughs) And just been like, let me. uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because
3: I have a couple, but they've just, it's been something that came to me, and I was like, that's funny. And and I was trying to do that.
0: I'm just slowly closing my notebook (laughs) right now. I want to write a rape
3: joke today. Like, is that, do you think that's the process? I don't
0: know. That's weird. God, it's got to be it's, gotta it's be, got to be like, I think it is it, I think it's, it's, it's gotta almost be. that's almost how how it has to be for some people that it's just
1: like that is so but the spirit not. of that is what's the case whereas like, I might,
3: write clean jokes with an empty but, just, <laughs> well,
1: the, <laughs> just staring and going huh umbrellas I don't know but they they have to I think you're right they don't write it down or yeah. whatever but they I think there is something about uh you have you think of a funny thing on that subject and the joke's not really that strong but you want it to work mm-hmm. because it's about rape or because it's you know what I mean that's it's that kind cuz i was thinking do you have this bro- there's always this like broad set of topics or premises you're working through at any given moment and most of them kind of suck and i think the ones that you really try to develop that that is what that's the evidence of this. You were trying to make that work, and if you're trying to be a controversial Bill Hicks guy, yeah. when you have the not so good jokes about rape, those are the ones I think you're like, oh, I really should develop this because that's yeah. You know what's interesting? Uh, I, I said you know what's interesting? Everything. No, you <laughs> know what? Because well,
0: you because you said that you 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 think that I because you think that I actually touch on stuff because I do. I I, yeah. I talk about a lot of stuff that. Because it's it's normalized like addiction and heroin specifically yeah. It's so normalized to me that it's like oh anyway I'm going to talk about heroin for a little bit hey everybody how are you doing it, it's <laughs> I, I but it, it it's weird because I don't feel like I'm actually cleaner now than I've ever been yeah like, I, I get that don't, feeling I don't do any like I'm really like I could I could on paper I could be on any you know you could air me on yeah. on the networks like I'm not. But it it is, because I guess there's a difference between talking about your penis for... For ten minutes, and then talking about something that just makes people go, huh? You know, well, kind of a thing. Well, there's a I don't bit know. that
1: you're doing now, and and again, I, uh, you know, maybe we can edit this out if you're not ready for it to like. Nah, it's, fine. Yeah, it's uh, fine. it's fine. Uh, and I you don't want to ruin it. I don't, I don't think it's <laughs> anyway. well. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to remember it. So, well, I guess, spoiler alert, everyone. Yeah, skip
3: ahead. I don't think you have it on
1: YouTube or anything like uh-huh. that either. But uh, it's the one where at the end you. I hate all my
0: YouTube clips. Anyway, go ahead.
1: You talk about that. There's going to be like somebody from. ISIS with a oh about like how uh, uh, yeah. Face yeah
0: oh yeah because I said that uh, Snapchat is going to bring the end of Western civilization yeah because it it will desensitize us because violence is happening already like on Facebook Live is capturing murders and then Snapchat like how is going to further desensitize us to violence when it's presented through filters it's going to be kind of fucked up
1: yeah absolutely and it's with
0: Isis showing the decapitated head but with the head swap feature going ah (laughs) uh." and I
1: know I know you're still working on that bit but like but that's so you know I think first thing first blush it's sort of like oh well John does kind of more serious or dark or real material but he's only talking about his drug past and that's a popular trope in comedy to talk about what you've been through and that's defensible right. but that that's a legitimate piece of social commentary yeah because I'm actually because I've got a block now because of that It where I
0: I, I talk about how much about why I don't like Twitter, I talk about why I don't like Facebook anymore, yeah. and now I talk about how Snapchat is going to bring <laughs> the end of civilization as we know it. Yeah, because we're now presenting the murder suspect was described as having big baby doe eyes, you know, <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, but, <laughs> and a flower crown. But but that's but
1: that's the <laughs>
3: tale. That reminds me of a dystopian novel <laughs> I once read, Margaret Atwood. Have y'all read? Um, never mind. Well, no one reads novels anymore. No, um, say that. Say I, don't. I can't remember. What, what's the? I can't remember. Uh, oryx and craig actually
1: no I don't read novels anymore (laughs) damn
3: (laughs) I got that feeling well it's a great book for anyone listening or y'all um oryx and craig sure I don't really I try to read fiction and I do hate most of it but I really enjoyed (laughs) that book what made you think about it oh because the dystopian future that she describes um what you said what John said reminded me a lot of that
0: Margaret Atwood
3: Margaret Atwood oryx and craig There's a um, sequel, but I don't highly recommend that one. Anyway.
1: <laughs> well, I, it, well it, what I was thinking, though, is that, like, I, that, like I like that kind of stuff, and I feel like there's a certain attitude in comedy where you're not supposed to do social commentary. It's the danger you'll turn too much into, like, uh, a Bill Hicks want to be but I think yeah if you're if it's exa- you know really what you're if you first of all if you're not trying to be anything you're just doing what you're thinking about in the first place yeah clearly that comes out of your feelings about the world you live in right and not some intention to be perceived as some kind of comic I or think I'm that, gonna tackle social media today <laughs> yeah yeah no one's doing that yeah no one's doing that yeah.
0: nobody's ever done a Facebook joke yeah yeah here's my hot take on Tinder <laughs> I also uh. just feel
3: like when people say that like oh someone wants to be Bill Hickstrom like don't we all have like several comedians that we really yeah. love and then even more who we lo- I like I feel like I, I'm influenced by a bunch of different people Bill Hicks is of course among them right. I mean and at the top of the list but not that he might not share that with me. But I, I just watched myself in this little clip that I made today, and I looked just like Ellen. I made this little facial expression because I don't always see it. So I, right. I, I used to, and my when I first started, like I was more Ellen-y and I think I'm less so. But people just, oh, oh, I, I remind see. them also of the one lesbian that they know. I right. always that at,
1: That's what it. Is. I, I, <laughs> yeah, they're like, I see a lot of Ellen in your comedy. Not so much your jokes, your haircut. That's yeah, right.
3: <laughs> but I do, and and so I do sometimes, especially with. The, I I mean, she had, I don't know. No, but you're right. And
1: people don't say. If, if it's a kind of comedy that you're into when people yep. are emulating that or something like that you're not like oh you're just trying to be you like that you think people
3: who make that criticism about people who want to be like Bill Hicks don't like Bill Hicks that much
1: I, yeah i moreover I think that we're I all forget not, that there are people who yeah. don't like
3: Bill Hicks no, what a bunch I, of fucking losers no there's a lot of it there's <laughs> professional
1: comics what I, what I think is it's narcissism where we think the kind of comics we are and want to be is mm. the base of comedy that's what comedy is supposed to be and anybody that's outside of that is trying to do something else and right. trying in quotations oh that person's trying to be a prop comic or they're, tra- they're trying to bring in prop never heard anyone say that or, well because you've never heard anybody talk shit about MK okay. but
3: oh, <laughs> oh yeah but you wouldn't say he's trying to be a prop the criticism would just be that he is a prop no, no, comic oh no you're right
1: but they would say he's trying to be Gallagher or trying oh, to be oh I see that's <laughs> a joke you know it's a, it, it, yeah I think when people especially when you fail
3: Mm, so yeah. If you fail
1: at doing something, people are more inclined to say... It's so rare that I've yeah. seen
3: MK fail, so that's weird that people would even... Oh, no, I
1: mean, I, I love MK, but if you think that... Actually, let's go back. If you, Every comic that's good has detractors in the community yeah, that I are guess on, so. on another nice. side saying that that's not how comedy is supposed to be or whatever. Also, It's supposed it, 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 to
3: be. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I agree. Also, the more popular somebody gets, so the after the big explosion, of all of a sudden, everybody knew who Bill Hicks was, and I'm like, well, you know, he's not really that, really yeah. that good. Also, what happens? What happened to me? When you get older than the person who died, <laughs> you start going, you know, like when you hit, like well, I'm like, he only lived to be thirty two, thirty four. I don't remember something like that. But, yeah. I, but I'm like, you know, I'm hitting forty. I'm going, see, I know more. That than kid, Bill. like he just, you, just you get your ego really gets, especially when you get older. You, you, you yeah. But I, I well, your ageist bullshit really kicks into gear. You're like, well, whatever." Kids today. These kids today.
1: Well, yeah, I also think that it's. I understand some of the pushback against him, and not just him, but like anybody. Uh, where you know, when people make gods, you know, there's another contention. People that want to tear those gods down. That, that makes sense to me. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, it's
0: it's just what we do. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah.
3: I'm trying to think if there's anybody really funny or like who is successfully funny in Austin comedy who I like don't like or whatever like I don't like their comedy and, and like what what's going on there do y'all have anybody like no, that no. I mean obviously you don't say their no, name but,
1: no, no, right, but, but right. I honestly I, I mean, unless we, 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 we all probably we, don't like we that. talk about this on the podcast but I've said I, I articulated it on a comment on one of your things where I actually you know it's like self-disclosure you think about you write something down you're like oh I do feel that way and yeah. I was thinking like people that shit on other people's art yeah. especially when they're in that discipline especially people that are better than them that is not an artist mentality that's a right. consumer mentality like yeah. so mm-hmm. in other words people that shit on mm-hmm. Amy Schumer her. It's like at least, especially at my level, she is just patently better than me. Right, <laughs> and and, and right. To, to talk shit about her at a, at, to a certain point. I mean, I can say she doesn't make me laugh that much if that's how I feel. Yeah, at, right. But cer- she wasn't
3: handed a company by her father exactly. or whatever. You and, know, uh, yeah.
1: And to a point, it's also like that. You, you because and you're it's an not artist. like she got it
3: for her looks. Exactly. All right, and all
1: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but see that weirdly enough that doesn't bother me like oh yeah but talk about her looks that's fine but her comment yeah but but i think to a certain <laughs> at, a, at a certain point it's sort of you it, i think you have to have the perspective of i'm not as i'm not that developed so yeah w- what what am i standing on to be criticizing them in a certain yeah. way um,
3: i don't think there's anybody i've ever seen kill who i th- who who i've ever been like oh they're not funny <laughs> you know what i mean that's yeah. that's what's crazy yeah, it's you're, like you're it's right. one thing there where someone got opportunities or whatever and you're like well, i I've, I've never seen them actually crush it at all Well, I don't right. understand and there's people who then eventually you do and then maybe you're
1: you know but I don't know there's also something about the live aspect of comedy yeah, that's just different and I was thinking like you can watch stuff on Netflix or Hulu or whatever and have judgments because you really can't see the kill you yeah. can't yeah, kill yeah, for that yeah. it's like whatever hack comment you think you hate I bet I mean I don't know how few people feel about Sinbad right now but like take Sinbad is he still he's de- yeah he's still doing comedy he's destroyed. do you like do you
3: like Google that every now and then just so you can keep using that <laughs> he, was on, no, he was
1: on WTF for oh, right, okay. Was oh recently, really but, okay but yeah you have
0: a you have a Sinbad Google alert yeah yeah he's <laughs> like I
3: gotta have this reference I have a picture of my
0: wallet <laughs> yeah. defensible reference how's Sinbad doing today uh, the uh yeah it's it well, I just lost it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I was uh, anyway
3: talking about was, Austin comics who you know who I've seen live and yeah, who, you know. I,
0: I don't. Oh, have I, a, yeah. That, the, the one thing I completely forgot because um, it's back to the advice when we, LaShonda and I were talking because another time when we I didn't give her good advice because I didn't have any. <laughs> I was just you know my, I think my I think it, the it amounted to be true to yourself, you know, kind of a thing. It was just like stay away from Jen. Well, because she <laughs> wanted to. She had the same. It, it was weird because she had that that kind of like self doubt about how do you do comedy that's true to you that you're not going to be just you know what these people look at you and you know it's just this you know i'm a sassy black woman right. like that's yeah. that's who i am on stage only kind of a thing like how do you stay true to yourself and I was like I, I, I'm i like well tell me when you find out because I was still like <laughs> but the thing is that she had those doubts like a year before winning the fucking contest so my god she's um, she's stayed true to herself I, I don't yep. know you just try the best you can that's the best advice I've I've I witnessed by watching her yeah. and From that Because that, that time I didn't have Let me tell you what I'm going to do No I've, I've got Had nothing for her <laughs> yeah. now. I'm like How did you stay true to yourself I don't know I'm doing, Ugh fuck i don't know day to day just
3: yeah day to, try one, to day figure it out, one day
0: at a time but it is <laughs> giving her giving her 12 step advice well, sometimes like <laughs> you maybe gravitate
3: i don't know i feel like we all go through these cycles of like what we're working on and what lessons we're learning and, yeah. and maybe you the pendulum swings a little this way and then you push it back the other way yeah, i mean, don't
1: over, don't overthink it just kind of be
0: you know
3: yeah, just
1: keep working well also i mean you don't necessarily know who you are as a comic yet anyway you know what I mean like that takes a while to will develop will
3: we ever I don't know is anyone <laughs> going to know who they I think,
1: are I think it's not any more particular or special to the question of like the the just philosophical question right. who are you well that's I what I mean had a last professor say to me or like n- not to me but to the class I-, I can't remember the context completely we were reading Plato but he was just like look I'm 54 years old and I have no idea who I am yeah but, and I, what he's trying to get at was that it's a kind of honorific distinction anyway like who are you? Well, who who truly are you? Right. Or who are you? Yeah. You know, really underneath. And I don't think it's an. I, but I, but I think it's uh, more. Uh, what do you call it? Like profitable to ask the question. Like when do you listen to what you think is funny versus when mm-hmm. do you listen to what other people are telling you? I I think a, a lot of the discussion we've been sort of circling has to do with that like there's a lot of people that say don't, don't do jokes about this you're too new in this right you know what I mean
3: wait but do y'all ever say anything on stage that you don't really think is that funny but gets good laughs and you keep saying it
1: oh yeah no
3: can you give me an example of that
0: I mean at the well like um I haven't recently. Okay. But like I remember, but you saying that I immediately said yes because I'm thinking of jokes that I would hold on to Mm -hmm. because everybody liked the joke. Yeah. And I would keep the wording a certain way even when it was devoid uh, any passion in it. It Mm -hmm. was just the, which also brings up the whole thing. This, you know, it it also might have hurt. Uh, The the idea that uh, Louis writes... A, you know, his comedy, like an hour of comedy and then throws it out kind of thing. People go, yeah, that's what <laughs> I've got to do. They've been doing comedy a year and a half. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe don't do that. Yeah. Like yeah. throw out jokes that you have no passion about. Right. Because I, but like I had one, I have one bit that was just this terrible Taco Bell bit that was really funny. I mean, that did really well, but I did it so long mm-hmm. and I kept it in there so long that finally and I was so like n- lacked self-awareness because you know all the <laughs> booze um, and so The listener, just, John, yeah. the uh, I, drink yeah. mime I, with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> John did the blowjob uh, thing. I don't know what was going on there. But, uh, but uh, there's a line in there there was a line in the joke that, ref- ref- that references a beeper and we were way into like the cell phone age, oh, and I re- and it finally hit me, and I'm going, how the fuck do I have a joke with That's a funny. beeper in it? How old am there I? Are like some I, lesbians <laughs> who still I have beepers, dropped,
3: <laughs> just so you know. So if you ever like
0: got a lesbian show. <laughs> To pull it back, like to, a
3: middle-aged, you know yeah. what I mean, kind of working-class well, lesbian. But that was but
0: that was kind of—I couldn't believe I was like going, "Oh my god!" I either need to rewrite this or maybe don't
1: do this yeah, joke I for cycle twenty years. Stuff. But, I can't. But there's different reasons to like jokes. I think to your question, Ariel, mm-hmm. like uh, I don't think that there's anything in my act I don't like. There's plenty of stuff in it that. The content itself, I'm, I don't care about, but I like the form of the joke yeah. or how the joke works. So you know, it's like I would say only about half of the stuff I do on stage has any kind of position or. Yeah, I just mean, made, do you think it's
3: funny? Do yeah, you enjoy? Yeah, yeah, does it yeah. make you smile when you think of that yeah. joke? That's yeah. all.
1: I don't think yeah. I'm haven't been doing it long enough either to like to have stuff I'm I've been doing so long that I'm trudging through or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it.
0: There's definitely been those moments though, so where it's like, uh like where I'm writing a set list and writing down the bit and like aspects of it that that <laughs> I'm like that it just does nothing for me. That mm-hmm. you just kind of cruise control through it. Your subconscious yeah. tells the joke because you've done it so much. Yeah, kind of a thing. If I yeah. do that with something, I'm Man, just like, this just is tabled get, for a yeah, while. Table it definitely. Yeah. yeah, we'll come back to it, or we won't. Yeah, it's nothing your your whole set shouldn't form on one yeah and sometimes you (laughs) can take
3: an old bit and just recycle parts of it eventually into some new stuff and rehash it and you know that kind of stuff but yeah I mean I uh, yeah you can get too tied to material being exactly a certain way especially I mean I do longer bit stuff it's hard with that to if you've got you, know, you got an 8 minute chunk that's just like I can go straight through that 8 minute chunk or 12 minute you know whatever yeah. I can write stuff so like that but then it becomes like I feel like a fucking asshole <laughs> sitting there and yeah. but when comics are around and they've heard this shit and then I'm going to be in my head about that right. I just can't do it I just can't th-
1: there's something really weird about being spontaneous anyway and I was thinking about like there's I I can't remember who said this but it was to make some point about like I don't necessarily know how this sentence ends when I start it but I'm coherent the entire time yeah. through the sentence. And I think in comedy you can see this weird example of that where if you do it early on where well, you really don't know what you're gonna say because the stuff is not worked out yet, because you haven't made certain choices, it's you say it badly because yeah. you're you're not confident. Uh on the other end, if you know it so well now it's just wrote and and you're not in it. Right. I think that you're trying to get to a point where your material is just like when you ha- when you're talking right. right now. Right, it's right in the middle. Of that it's spontaneous. You know what I'm what really good at. That,
3: that is from like 10 a.m. to like 2 p.m. I wish we could do comedy there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <I'm at> the, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like I'm a kind of a morning person. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna oh I okay I'm so yeah. excited because I thought of a, an opportunity for us all to shit on somebody oh. um, that, that like we'll probably never hear but I don't even think y'all weren't at cap on dead? Sunday were you
1: is it a dead no. person oh, th-
3: you weren't at cap on Sunday were you Yeah. No. damn so it, you know during the open mic um, there was someone and I don't even know his name I'd never seen him before I, I may never see him again even before he got on stage somebody warned me to I, not get trapped talking to this person I I heard
1: tell okay
3: so he gets on stage and he just immediately is like hey guys uh, I'm not a material comic I'm just gonna riff you just give me topics <laughs> and I've never seen anyone bomb his heart because it, it was the kind of bombing that circled back into people were laughing at him right? Yeah. and not even hiding it very much Eventually, like we just were like I'm sorry yeah. but we're gonna laugh at you for yeah. for doing this I mean he and he would like get a topic and he'd be like euthanasia boom um, um, for it and <laughs> and <laughs> next question, bam, next whatever. Was this and, Joe
0: Teller? He did some yeah, experimental
3: a, shit. He was oh wearing a wig. I didn't, I would, no, but wow. I was. I took a video of it. Actually, I surreptitiously take video. Is that wrong? I mean, I'm not gonna like. Well,
0: if you post it, I'm, I'm gonna post it. That, that would be yeah. ethically. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to
3: show Katie. Like, Katie, <laughs> I get home. I'm like, you gotta see this video, and she hate I mean she just does not want to see <laughs> this person like miserable. She's like, okay, honey. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I actually. A-
0: that's the thing is that I, uh, whenever I meet the uh, significant other of a comedian, mm-hmm. and it's rare because they don't come out to the shows. Whenever yeah. I find out that somebody's uh, girlfriend boyfriend doesn't come to their shows, I'm like, it might work out yeah. for you guys. Like immediately, <laughs> I immediately feel good. I'm like, man, yeah, don't 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 bring them. Don't. What are you doing? It's there are don't some groupy that.
3: ones that seem to really love it. And there's a t- t- sometimes I'm like, Jeez I mean that seems nice then I'm like I don't know that seems brother sister or something to me like I don't I, There's something weird about that where like you, you're spending too much time I'm a lesbian saying that they're spending too much time to yeah. you know what I mean
0: it's I just know. yeah I was but I was just thinking about that and going man don't do that to them
3: well and she loves it when she meets the significant others of other comics because they're like army wives or something together they're, they're like <laughs> oh and they have all these shared experiences and they yeah. just talk shit about us and wonder, it's great I wonder if yeah. their
1: secret rank within those wives because in the army oh that's
3: God. a let's not start desperate housewives of Boston comedians like anyone gives no. a shit
1: first of all. <laughs> no no what I'm saying is in the army uh, you mean an there's no actual- there's no there's no rank amongst army wives but if the wife of a colonel will oh. will have greater authority in oh, their that's social funny. network.
3: I've never thought and I about wonder that. wonder if
1: like LaShonda Lester's boyfriend would be See, esteemed higher amongst their community <laughs> than say like some There uh, could be uh, significant others who feel that way. Out of that. Yeah, yeah. There
3: could be significant others who feel that way or think about that, but Katie that would never even cross her mind. Yeah, yeah. She sees all of us as a bunch of fucking assholes. I get. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, whether we're successful or not and she right. was, she enjoys <laughs> good comedy, but yeah. she has no you know what I mean like I'll be intimidated by some comic who's above me and she's just like I'm like go talk to them because then maybe I can use you as an ambassador because you have social <laughs> skills and I, you make me a more sympathetic character
0: <laughs> like uh, we're all, we're all guys are all just dudes this dumb thing together that's basically mm-hmm. yeah and sometimes there's a mic <clears throat> yeah
3: anyway Love you Katie She listens to all of our uh, That means a lot Does to me she, really? she listens to every episode She says that she loves Hearing my voice
1: oh Shout out sweetheart <laughs> <laughs> Does she like my voice? You what? Does she like my voice? It's probably She's uh, never
3: mentioned it so.
1: uh, <laughs> 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 That's My job is just Feeding, feeding Ariel straight lines Right <laughs> yeah. I prefer uh, it that way Yeah uh, well, let me ask this, because this is something I ask everybody, and you have had... A- oh,
3: Jared's like really working on his voice, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: So, John... No, uh, but you've been doing... I, I was totally not self-conscious until just now, <laughs> so just think about what you've done to the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so you've been doing this for a while, uh, and I ask everybody this, if you could change... Austin comedy, mm. like Magic Wand style. Okay. You could just you have any, you know, you could... More mics, less mics, less comics, more comics, better comics, whatever you want. What do you think that... What change would you like to see?
0: Um, I would like there to be less... Comedy showcases... Run by people who shouldn't run comedy showcases. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, I
3: another um, vote for that answer. I think that's uh, yeah. the only answer we've received multiple times.
0: I, I think that's right. Yeah. I also think, or at least on some of them, I maybe I, I wish they wouldn't book ten yeah. to twelve people because mm. at that point you're just doing an open mic. Right. It just feels like that's yeah. too many people for don't don't do a two hour show. Do a ninety minute show, and then if it goes long. Everyone's enjoying themselves. I, but that's really what it is, is that it's, I mean, even there may be too many open mics, too. I mean, maybe not. Uh, there's, like, I think Tuesday could use a couple more open mics. I'm yeah. surprised that Tuesday's kind of bare. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just, it seems to me, I mean, I get it. I understand people have to go through it, uh, you know, to where they're like, I, I need more stage time. I'll start a show. Like, it's all yeah. right, you know, I, I get it. Or I'm going to start a showcase and book only my friends who are just at the same level as me. Yeah. Yeah. Slash first year comic kind of a thing. And yeah. so you've got these showcases, or, you know, and it's, and that's all right. I mean, it's not, it's fairly harmless, but it's not really because you're basically representing that this is what right. Austin comedy is. To somebody who just Especially when you do it At a restaurant And somebody just wanted A fucking pizza Yeah, yeah. And now all of a sudden You're like hey <laughs> Let's talk about the penis again Like it's just like Right I, and my, then they And then my, they my get upset My kids are here <laughs> They <laughs> get upset
3: when they get Heckled or something And it's yeah. like that person Didn't want this to happen They just sushi There are <laughs> rules When you're a patron Who got fucking amb- It's like honey, honey,
1: I know we're just Trying to eat uh, pizza, but this guy. Hold on, this guy's hold saying on. I'm a cuck. Yeah, you yeah. Do. Like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, no conversation
3: at this table. Like,
0: like, really? They really need to, you. Really need yeah. to pay attention to the. I mean, to the room. Maybe don't do an open mic where there's a pool table mm-hmm. yeah. and a TV that's going to be on <laughs> with the game on it. <laughs> Maybe don't you know there was i remember there was one that had the you know they were doing a a comedy show in between two poker games. Are you fucking serious with this <laughs> <laughs>
3: Like, I, well, I was. Like, hey, I, everybody! I think I did that this is the halftime
1: yeah. show. <laughs> so I'm
0: like, I'm like, why would you? Yeah, they're like, hey, everybody, and you know, these these people, you know, think that they're professional poker players, but won't play with real money. Yeah, and yeah. these are who you're going to
1: entertain. Yeah. with your fucking jokes, it's just oh, a it's like nightmare. The, the, the producer was like, could, "What's the most hostile audience we could find mm-hmm. for yeah. comedy? Could we play during a bingo game? Could we do that? Could it, we? Maybe <laughs> that that
0: uh, that." That scene in, in we could do jokes in between each ball that they call <laughs> yeah. out
1: Jesus uh, Yeah Yeah I think that's probably Although <laughs>
3: It is fun to play comedy bingo We should do that more often just the, Where you have few- Hack bingo Yeah <laughs> hack bingo
1: But I think I think uh, Oh my god That sounds like a sitcom. I know but I've sad, seen I way. know I've
3: seen something on uh, Online before Where someone has made one But I don't think anyone's ever done it People always have that idea And then they're like They just put like Dick joke uh, Pussy joke Stool yeah. joke Or whatever And they don't Like make it really funny We could make a good
0: product I used to be really anti all the um, comedy shows that were different formats other than stand-up. Like, uh, they, yeah, the, there was a ton of like theme shows. There still are. Yeah, um, that they do different things, but instead of straight stand-up, because I wanted to see straight stand-up. Yeah, but I've kind of been won over by them just because it's it's I don't know. It it gets it gives you other and I'll work on other skill sets yeah. and um, you know, and, and it, and it allows you to develop improv without having to do improv. Yeah. Cause I fucking suck at improv. Well, that's I what my show have. is all about. <laughs> Yeah, And
3: I'm only doing the heckling theme now, but before it was crowd work and then there was heckling and then there was riffing. And then there was one that we were just director's cut, like, just because I just wanted an excuse to do my filthiest material.
0: Yeah, I was terrible at that. Uh, <laughs> I did that. I did that one. But the, you you were out of town, but I uh, I did that one. Well, it, uh, it when I was well. there,
3: it was always weird, too, because I'm just hosting the show and I'm going to often I had the most disgusting stuff. And then the other people got on and some of them were like, oh, I am just going to do my regular jokes. And that that's like, fuck you. First right. of all. I hate it when people do that. Same thing with that Damn Dirty Filthy show. Like The ones who get on and are like, ha-ha, huh, just kidding, I'm not going to do the theme. Well, you make me look like an asshole? I just did rape jokes for eight minutes. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it depends on that one because like, I was on that show uh, Mine just recently. No, well, both, Damn. Uh, yeah, both of them, but, but uh, I'm talking about um, Damn, Dirty, Damn Dirty Filthy show. And they're not super insistent. And I think Yeah It's just you know People have a different Feeling about it Like I I would I really wish When I did it And this is no Criticism to them But uh, I Wish they had Kind of Explained it More to the audience Yeah Because I did My dirtiest jokes Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, do they know that this
3: is (laughs) right? That's the feeling I've gotten that that I got the last time. Uh, Yeah,
0: you kind of have to set the mood. I mean, even, you can't just rely, well, people can read. Yeah, but you need to tell them because they've been drinking and they're not paying attention. Yeah.
3: Not everybody even knows. Some people just like that bar. They don't necessarily know which theme we're on that night or whatever. It's such
1: a good venue for comedy. People have disagreed with me about this, but I really like that room because I just feel it packs really well. Yeah. Super short ceiling stage but not too high. You're really close to the audience, I just think it's and the incidentally I think the lighting I is like really good. I like the lighting. Yeah, yeah, I like being
3: able to see yeah. audience.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's just those of those type of shows, just any of those kind of special shows. Like I said, the ones the ones that i of kind that kind of forced me to improvise is interesting because it made me... Because I thought I just sucked at improv, which yeah. I do. I suck at actual improv, like with other people, but...
1: but y- your your not shit. shit right, Turned you.
0: I was just not. You know. Maybe I I wasn't trying or I didn't have the mindset for it. I don't know.
3: I want to get comics who are like good comics but who have never done improv before. I want... There to be like a, th- a thing where we do some improv. An
0: improv troupe of all just, just straight stand-up yes. comedians who a who either a don't like improv yeah. or b
3: yeah everyone have has to never have some done it. some or level of contempt
0: hostile about some level of contempt yeah <laughs> <laughs> an improv troupe of all anti improv <laughs> standup exactly. comedians they're all going to be like. F- white dudes in their 40s. That's right, in 40s and 50s. And not
1: uh, yes-ending, just not agreeing, like, no, we're not fucking pirates. That's the stupidest thing I've ever
3: heard. Well, let's see if you can pull off funny, you know, but no, or whatever improv. Uh, I I I, I did an improv class when I lived in New York. Uh, I did one at UCB, and I was awful addicts I was so shy and weird in this class and it was intimidating there were people on like TV in this class and shit and the teacher was awful just this guy who was just I don't know and I was so and then I went to extra practices with people and I just sucked the entire time I was (laughs) self conscious you know whatever but the final night I killed like when we did a performance and it was a packed house and like suddenly but I don't think I was even doing improv I did a great monologue and then I just got out there and I was like you know, kind of making fun of stuff, and this you know, is a story but about
1: how you were good at stand up. No, okay. well, that's but that's the thing. It's like so, <laughs> yeah. but I, that's
3: what I wonder. So, but the other people, in, you know, there had to do the improv around me. I think more or less. Yeah, and so I'm curious, like if it's all stand ups, is are we just going to like be these assholes just standing there, like? Well, the second rule of improv. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. the second rule of improv, from what I know, or from what I them, know, from what I, which is very little. <laughs> uh, I invoke the second rule. No, it uh, is something like you're always supposed to make your partners look better yeah That's well I, I think, think the second rule is stand-ups.
3: listen don't think yeah yeah. and then the third rule is, is make the yeah. So yeah just to get it
1: so so even now you're not doing that <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it's completely you're
1: right. yeah. um yeah no I, I don't know uh but i would say the, the theme shows i think it's still young but i think what's been revealed is there's good ways to do it and bad ways to do it mm. a guy who's got a really good handle on it i think is zach brooks Rob Mm -hmm. Gagnon would be another person I'd throw in there Uh, because they both have this idea of like, okay, I think Zach's even described it this way, uh, that he wants to just create a lens for your stand-up so you don't have to do, you don't have to be a different kind of thing. You don't have to, but it's sort of like he has that show When We Were Young where you come out and do stand-up and then they just show pictures of you when you were a, a child and really? It's just yeah, and it's nice. so embarrassing and hilarious and everything like that. But ultimately, so it's a it's a theme show. It's it's, it's interesting, but it also you're not asked to like play games or rap yeah. for the first time or whatever it is. Oh, man. Yeah, <coughs> I nice. saw Melody Shiflet try to rap.
3: on oh, it spun, on out spun out or something. Oh, yeah, man. and it
1: was it was crushing. It was hard.
3: Yeah, I bet. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, I. Mm. Well, I can't speak about that. <laughs> no. I just think I, I like I would change some of the the like uh categories that they do on the spinning wheel and spun out. You've probably not I, seen this show.
0: No, I I've heard of it vaguely and and i I'm, I'm like i get the concept that there's a wheel with things on it yeah 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 <laughs> yeah
3: i think you just you have to when you're going to do a theme or a, of whatever kind you have to really think through how is this actually going to play out you know with the comic with the audience or whatever and so like when i would do my riffing topics I mean, uh, you know, I had to think. I had to get a specific kind of topic, mm-hmm. and we like really spend time thinking about what is going to be general enough that people have something to say, but specific enough that it really triggers something in your brain and interesting, but not like handing them some, you know, whatever. I don't.
1: It could be like pregnant. It needs to be pregnant with possibility, but it right. can't be an actual joke, right? Because then, it yeah, like you like the you, you get on this
3: thing where you're just like you. I think of something funny, and you're like, this isn't a you know vehicle for me to say something funny, and I. I think sometimes with weird themes it can be like that kind of vehicle of oh I thought of this funny thing and the person's not really left with an opportunity if yeah. you well, you know anyway but that's I don't know and that's that one show
1: I got another question I, I want to ask you is there anything because I know so much is just, is just time so much of developing an act developing a voice is just time mm-hmm. is there anything you think that you see open mic comics do where you're just like stop doing that where where it's just you mean like, they could
3: speed up their progress?
1: Yeah, where it's if you could just communicate and the, and the, the what's behind this is like my theory that some some of what's going on in open mic comedy is just for lack of good advice. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I uh, wish
0: I, I think everybody should record themselves. Yes. Everybody should. Yeah. Like I didn't. I did not, you know, doing comedy twenty years, and I started recording myself this year because I don't like I don't like my dumb dumb voice, and, yeah. and I don't like to hear me. Definitely don't like to watch me. Although when I watch myself, I go, I'm kind of photogenic. I wish I wouldn't talk. <laughs> <And> then, uh, <laughs> Which is absolutely <laughs> true. I like pictures podcast. of myself, and when I, when I hear myself, I'm like, ah, douche. But uh, <laughs> but you need to record yourself. I mean, that's it's you know, it it really hit me when Louis C.K. came into town and stopped at the Velveeta room and he went and he recorded, you know, he forgot to record himself part of it. Yeah. Oh, he he went on some
3: brilliant tears. And he was like, oh,
0: did anybody record myself? You shouldn't do it, but send it to me. I had
3: recorded, like I had started recording, but it was like right after... Uh, like this really funny this really funny chunk it, it, that he had. Yeah. Then I was it like, I better start recording.
1: Jemima. It did. I yeah. that.
3: And so like I, I but it was like it wasn't the part that he would would have wanted. And I was like, damn.
1: Yeah, and then and then
0: uh Sam Harder went up right after him. You know, like how do you follow Louie? Well he did the best that he could and he did, he did, and a good he did job. great. It did and, and he recorded himself. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is Sam records himself all the time and I watched him when he started recording himself uh, you know, a couple of years ago, or uh, when he first started, I watched him improve significantly. Um, I don't think it was just because of that, but I mean, obviously. But yeah. I really, I cannot stress because I, I, I went fine, yeah. asshole, and I started recording and I would listen. And the thing is, the very first time I recorded myself and listened to it, that was the other thing. I, I recorded it a couple times, didn't listen to it, mm-hmm. I deleted it. <laughs> but then the third time when I actually listened to it, I, I went. Fuck! Do I say that a lot? You know, that's and I've, I've been do I do I not let it just sit there? Like I realized that I would do a punchline and then like verbally try to course the audience, and sometimes you have to do that, but sometimes it sounds like a crutch.
1: Yeah, and there that immediately really... went fuck!
0: I need <laughs> that, to start not doing that.
1: That's a good meta rule too. Like that, not not the the crutch thing, but uh, the idea of re- recording yourself because. That you're going to spot things that are different to you. Yeah. In other words, it's like everybody has sort of their own picadillos or flaws or problems, and maybe I need to start doing. it. I do it all the time, and then I don't listen to it. Yeah,
3: yeah it was so. And I'll tell you this though about because uh, sometimes it's hard to listen, and mm-hmm. I will label them sometimes if I knew if I know like a moment that was re- like a topic that I want to listen to what I did there good, or whatever. Cause, yeah, because it's you know, I mean the the database gets so big, but but like do you. I sometimes like just today I had a set that I'm you know I want, I, list, I wanted to listen to it because I'm going to do that show again and I was like let me see what I talked about there and not talk about any of that stuff and I had remembered that as like a set that went like yeah, and it wasn't that interesting to me or whatever I listened to it and there was a huge chunk where I was like I had no idea that I did that bit that well once yeah. and I, can, I, I have to do that again now I mean I, I had just lost it I had yeah. just been like eh that bit's not and I'm like so sometimes you think that it's going be painful and then you're like oh shit
1: yeah you did you never remember it exactly how it goes yeah back. of course do you, you know do you think there's ever been a case of a like kind of bad open my comic listens to the, the recording and then a few seconds and they're like i am a racist
3: look at that
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i gotta uh, get rid of that i
3: mean shit. i've had that <laughs> <laughs> i'm
0: terrible <laughs> nope, i think right. that all the time
3: <laughs> uh what was it? Oh, this, it was just reminding me, of something we were talking about earlier reminded me of it too, but of, I heard on Pete Holmes' podcast, and I don't remember who he was talking to or who he said he got this from, but there was the idea that, like, when, from the comics perspective, um, they hear, like, 20% kind of extra laughter because of their position in the room and yeah. it's the way it's mm-hmm. coming at them, whereas when you're watching the comic from behind the audience and stuff, you're hearing 20% less uh, laughter because the, yeah. la- the sound's going away from you and whatever and you're not even really in the you know you're kind of in the back and so the idea is that there's this like 40 percent discrepancy so that sometimes when someone gets off stage and they're like mm, eh, not bad and you're thinking like what an asshole like actually <laughs> it's a little bit <laughs> a little you know, bit of both really a little bit of both, yeah.
1: yeah it's uh i think that's probably true in the room as well to, to mm-hmm. less extent like you can depending on where you are if, even yeah. if you're in the audience yeah. like what how, how how well they're doing or whatever
3: yeah anyway I just thought that was interesting um, food for thought because I was like oh I guess I need to start like giving someone 40% 20 to 40% leeway on how well I think they did
1: hmm. Ethan how are we doing on time by the way 1:30, 1:30. Oh yeah we should probably yeah we probably got it yeah I felt it but...
0: the one last thing I'll say do, that, yeah. that they should that Open micers should stop doing is treating comedy. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just stop. Um, there's too many of Just you. Cleanse Just cleanse right stop, now please. and then start over. All of you stop. No, uh, the one thing is is that I, if you're not going to take the set seriously, if you're not going to perform it like there's an audience, don't fucking go up there. Yeah. Don't I? I'm. Th- there's too many times that you'll see somebody go up because they're used to that open mic and they go up and then they're just kind of like they're half assed and, and they're just like talking to they're like making inside references and going oh, yeah. that was bad huh this, this crowd like it's just a waste <laughs> you're wasting everybody's time yeah. it's like don't if you're not gonna you're not gonna if you're not gonna get anything out of it I mean it, also if you give up on it and the one there's one person in the audience you're not gonna get anything out of it and yeah. I've done that so many times I've given up on the audience before even going up because it's been a shit open mic or whatever but I didn't you know I just went on and just kind of kind of just cruise control through it and it's just a waste of everyone's time yeah yeah there's no. You're not going to get anything out of it.
1: Yeah. Sam Harder so. came back from New York and ha- came back with an expression I thought was really interesting. He didn't have anything left to work on in that like five or four minute open mic. He's like I'm going to give some time back to the room.
3: Have you never heard that before? No, that's
1: I have I've heard it subsequently. This is okay. just the first time I heard, it and I was like, Yeah, that's not a bad habit. Yeah. <laughs> if he, if he, there's like a God. yeah yeah, it's it's
0: not about my ego tonight. I'm going to yeah. stop. I'm yeah. going to yeah. not do that. Yeah. All right. Mm, yeah, kind of thing. Anyway, that's that's all I've got. Anyway. That's all my time. You yeah, um, your closing <laughs> the question? And do that.
3: Um, yeah, so what is a... This will be the last question. What is a joke that you really like of yours, and do you remember how you wrote it or why it came to you or whatever?
0: Oh, God. Um, actual material uh, <laughs> question.
3: We try to um, avoid them, but for some reason, we yeah, do this one at the end.
0: The... Uh, I really, I, I really like my Batman joke uh, because about Batman's parents Mm
1: -hmm. that I've seen
0: them die more than anybody else. I like
1: that too. Mm -hmm. I really, really (laughs) like that
0: joke, and it because it just and it just kind of came to me because I, um, somebody was telling me about watching going to see Batman versus Superman. And he, he's like, yeah, they flash back to uh, his parents getting shot twice. And I'm like, they killed him twice in that movie? And I'm like, God damn it. I have seen the Waynes die so many times. And it just has grown from there to where it's like, you know, dead Waynes have been with me through all my big times. Yeah. Now. Tim Burton killed the Waynes when I was graduating high school.
1: (laughs) You have a timeline. Yeah, like I have
0: a... I'm like, look, I don't know a lot. There's, you know, but there's one certainty in life. Thomas and Martha Wayne Are getting gunned down In that goddamn alley And that's And that is comforting Certainly. So when you
3: first When you first got excited About that idea That was in conversation With this guy Who was gonna go watch Batman Superman But as you Fleshing that joke out um, Did you do that all on stage Do you do that sometimes Where you're like Let me think of all The different eras Like charting it out
0: Oh I was so excited About that joke That I did it The second I had never done it On stage And I did it At FPIA last year Oh nice Right in the middle Like I I practically Opened Talking about JFK That I've seen This uh, this JFK assassination Way too many times And (laughs) then talked about But I've But I've seen You know Batman's parents die more Like I did that whole bit As my opener Which is contest wise is stupid but I didn't care I was <laughs> yeah. just wanted to do it yeah, and yeah. wanted to see it and I was very happy with the fact that I, I kind of sort of pulled it off and it wasn't very good um, but it's developed since then like I've actually I, I set it aside because I'm like I got a video and I didn't do it and then I brought it back and also th- I thought well the movie's no longer out Batman's always relevant John yeah, so I yeah. just I so I, <laughs> I went back to it and it it didn't do very well that I remembered so I rewrote it like I saved part of it and then I had it for about six months with no fucking ending there was no ending to this joke and I brought it back out a month uh, like a month ago and wrote an ending that I'm about Dead Wayne's have been with me throughout all my life. Yeah. I, so, because
3: I can see that being fun with a notebook, <laughs> you know, and, and being like, let me think of, the, like and l- l- do the research of Look Up when this movie came out. Like, I wonder if other people, because some, some bits don't happen this way at all, but sometimes there's a bit where you're like, I'm going to do this research and find out yeah, what year and go back Because I and did. Think, yeah. I went
0: through and I looked and was like, holy shit, Nolan killed them when I, you know, was... When I was an you know full blown alcoholic and drug addict, and then I got to see in Gotham they killed him When I was completely sober, I got to see the Waynes die with clear eyes, and that's yeah. that's something.
1: What I think, what I, I love that what I love, I love about love that. that bit, I think, is just the contrast. Like what it turned out because you begin with the Kennedy assassination, which is a really grisly thing that we've all kind of seen a lot, yeah. and then the contrast of okay, yeah. but here's a repeated assassination that the, the story cartoons. is a tremendous that I find like. Reassuring now yeah. <laughs> that we're all fine with yeah. that we show our children because yeah. there's a you in point, cartoon you point out that they an animated die series. in a cartoon yeah. for yeah. children yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and that gets you through well thanks for being here John yes. really thank appreciate. you guys, this that was a lot really yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> thanks for listening to the episode guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as I did uh, Recording it And if you want to follow John Rabin you, On Twitter just It's just at John Rabin And also I wanted to say guy, uh, Guys if you want to email us uh, Some questions for the comics You can email us at leadingtheblindpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to pass on uh, your questions full disclosure I've been saying that for a while have not actually checked that email but I'm going to start today and I'm recording this weeks before I'm saying this so I've already started checking like it's a Back to the Future thing you see what I'm doing um, do email any questions you want to ask I realize you might not know who uh, who we're going to be uh, interviewing but if you have questions that you just want to ask more seasoned comics um, send, send us uh, send them our way at podcast at gmail.com also if you have people you want to to try to interview um, and and specific questions for them, you can also uh, let us know. We're probably already booking the people that you want us to interview, but if you have uh, other ideas, uh, send them my way. And uh, if you want to see me, I don't know what Jared's up to. He's drinking coffee right now, predictably enough. But uh, if you want to see me tomorrow night, April 28th, I will be doing a Uh, a charity event called it's the second annual stand up for care box program. Uh, It's at 7pm. And if you Facebook that you can buy tickets, it's going to be a really fun event with, um, you know, cocktails and and fun foods and stuff and and a lot of great comedy. Um, But it's also for uh, an an amazing cause. Um, The care box uh, refers to care boxes that they give to people who have cancer, who, you know, just providing the things that they need. Um, that it's annoying to have to buy whether it's different tools or food stuffs. Um, anyway, so look them up and even if you can't come, just look up a charity. I don't know. what are you doing? What are you doing to help the world? you loser? <sighs> Sorry that was that was like the inner pat Dean coming out of me. Anyway, damn it, I said anyway again I'm gonna next you know what? listen up guys next episode in my intro and outro, I'm not gonna say anyway. These are personal issues. Uh, Is anyone still listening to this? Why? Stop. Just delete the episode. Rate us, review us, and what do you call it? Subscribe. Hey, hey, if you review me on iTunes, I'll like you more than I do now. Because apparently that's, for algorithmic purposes, it's more important than anything else. So write a review. i should've...